When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. George, it wouldn't be training camp without Jim Mersey talking about optimism, talking about the end goals for this team. And of course, you can't talk about end of the season without talking about the Super Bowl. Jim Mersey on Wednesday making the rounds in the media, talking about his declaration, his proclamation, his hopes of this team having their eyes on the prize. I will say this. I like Jim Irsay's optimism. I like that he is setting the bar high, and it's not just, hey, we want to make the playoffs, or hey, we want to win the division for the first time in a long time. We are going for broke, and it's the Super Bowl or bust. I know it can always put you know high expectations and a lot of pressure on the team, but in a sense, I do appreciate, especially as a fan, of the owner being like, look, we're going for it all here. This is, you know, we're not settling for anything less than a championship. Yeah, there's no question what the standard is, and I think that's important. Uh, from that standpoint, you know, I mean, he, he he tends to get a little ahead of himself a lot because he's the one thing about Jim Irsay, he's the biggest Colts fan there is. I don't know how many owners are that way. You know, a lot of them are kind of their business guys and, and, and the football side of thing. They're there when they win. They're not when they lose. They're not really living and in, in, in breathing with this team. And, and Jim Irsay is, you know, he is fan number one for this team. And he always has been. He wears his heart on his sleeve. And I think sometimes that comes out in a way that, that can be a little cringeworthy. But I think in this case, you know, yeah, you kind of laugh a little bit because he does it all the time. Uh, but it's also letting this team know this is the bar. This is what's expected here. He flat out said Matt Ryan is here to win his Lombardi. You know, he brought up the Super Bowl loss. Everybody's well aware of what happened with, with Ryan and the Falcons against the Patriots and, and how that's kind of been his scar and the Colts have their own scar from the last few years, particularly the Jaguars game last year. But really, you think about where this team was in 2018 when Andrew Luck was healthy and Frank Reich's offense seemed to be a perfect fit for him. And Chris Ballard had just had an outstanding draft class, brought in you know Shaquille Leonard and Quentin Nelson. It felt then like the sky was the limit for this franchise. And just a few months later, Luck's retiring in the middle of a preseason game and, it, and it, you're back to square one. You know, I remember thinking that night, this franchise might have been set back 10 years right here tonight. Because when you lose a franchise quarterback in his prime like that, it's not easy to replace. And so there's been a lot of scuffling since then. You know, they made the playoffs with Phillip Rivers. They should have made the playoffs last year. They had the losing season with Jacoby Brissett. It, it's been a lot of ups and downs. But I think I think what Jim Irsay is trying to say in the middle of his optimism and in the middle of his being the, the 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 lead cheerleader for this this franchise is expectations are back where they they used to be. That period's behind them. They feel like Matt Ryan's the guy. Not going to be a long era with him. There's no question about that. They feel like that that carousel, at least for now, is paused. And so I think it's good to let the team know and let the fans know, hey, trying to make the playoffs isn't enough anymore. They want to go there and they want to win games. That's obviously right. The goal. That's always the hope coming into the season and training camp. You know, hope is always, you know, at the forefront of everyone's mind, whether you are the, the Jaguars or whether you are the Colts, that's for sure. But let's talk now in reality, George, 
When you look at this Colts team, I really like the way they're constructed. I think they're a really well-balanced team. Matt Ryan thinks it's going to be a big upgrade over Carson Wentz. I think they this team's is going to win the division. I think they are the favorites and should be the favorites to win the AFC South. But when you look around the AFC, or we're talking Super Bowl, we're talking about beating teams like the Bills, who were already you know one of the best teams last year. They had Von Miller. You talk about beating the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl with Joe Burrow. Now he's even healthier than he was last year. Great receivers, and they upgraded the offensive line. You have the Broncos getting Russell Wilson. You have the Chargers getting stronger. The Chiefs, even though they lost Tyreek Hill, they're still a strong team. We found out on Thursday Deshaun Watson will be suspended 11 games for this season, so he'll still be back for six. That's a very well-rounded Browns team. The Ravens will be healthier. This is not the year to be a, a pretty good team in the AFC because you need to be a very good to elite team. I don't think, in my personal opinion, Colts should be Super Bowl or buses here. I think you can't have success without winning the Lombardi Trophy. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think you've got to be realistic. Uh, you know, obviously you saw it last year. Not a lot of people picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl once they got in the playoffs. So the very first important thing is to get out there, get in the tournament and get hot and see what happens. Uh, but you, I think realistically, you know, is this, a, is this the AFC favorite? No. You know, are they the AFC South favorite? I absolutely agree with that. I think they have to win the division this year. I think that's something that uh, it would be a really disappointing season if that doesn't happen. And I think it's in their best interest to, to, get as high a seat as you possibly can. That's important every year. But what you just said, I mean, that list of teams that you ran down and you know, there'll be a surprise every year. There's somebody we're not talking about right now. Who's going to come. Is Miami going to be a lot better than we think, you know, are, are they that team? Who knows? Somebody's going to come out of there and be much better. Maybe Pittsburgh's pride comes up and you know, I, don't, I don't like their quarterback situation, but you never know what's going to happen. Uh, that's what makes the NFL the best reality show going right now. And, I feel like you want to make sure that you've got as many games as home as you can. You want to have as many, as few games you get to play. I mean, you can get that number one seed and get the lone buy. It's probably in your best interest when you've got this field that I think is going to be so heavy. I think once you get into that AFC playoff set, whatever teams are in, you're going to feel like any one of them could end up representing the team in the Super Bowl. And two, George, you look at like, especially like how deep this, this conference is. The one thing the Colts have been lacking, especially when you look around the rest of the conference, I know they still have a lot of, you know, players from 2018, right? They have Shaquille Leonard. You have, you know, um, Quentin Nelson. You do have a lot of key guys, core guys that were there the last time the Colts made the, or made a one a playoff game in 2018. But the recent trend, especially for this team, and you mentioned before, has been not finishing. You know, 2020, they honestly, you look at that Bills playoff game. I came away. I thought they should have won the game, to be honest. They, they played really well. Josh Allen had a bad second half. You probably should have won that game in Buffalo. Obviously, we know what happened in 2021 with the total collapse. Making the And that's why when you look at this Colts team, at least expectations-wise, I'm with you. It should be AFC South or bust for sure. But you talk about just making the playoffs. It would be also a great less, uh, learning lesson for this team to realize, okay, this is what it takes to get to this level. And maybe you win a playoff game. That's even going to boost you, you know, even more confidence-wise going forward. Because that's the thing. I do think you do need some sort of playoff experience and confidence once you get into the playoffs because you're going in so many battle-tested uh, quarterbacks and teams where so many really outside of the Colts, they have been there before. The Colts haven't recently. And this would be just a great lesson for them to, to learn what it takes to truly finish, which why for me, when you, you know we're talking about end-of-the-season goals already – they don't make the Super Bowl, but they make the playoffs. I should say that that's a win. You know, have these guys learn 
how to actually win big games. I know success is not linear per se, where that doesn't mean if they make the playoffs this year, they'll guarantee to win a playoff game next year. But it certainly helps, and it certainly makes closing that gap between the elite of, let's say, you know, the Bills and the Chiefs and everyone else. When you're trying to close that gap, making the playoffs, getting that playoff experience, getting that taste of what it's like to win big games, that's one small way to kind of close yourself and get closer to the big guys. Yeah, to me, the the bare minimum along those lines for for a successful season, win the division and win a home playoff game. I think you've got to do those two things. That happens, you know, obviously from there, anything else is is great and no one's going to feel, no one's going to be celebrating a playoff loss after that. Uh, but I think you're going to feel really good going into next year if you're able to accomplish that right now, um, you know, especially because you, you Matt Ryan's going to be here for two years. They keep saying that. It's You know, I don't think he's going to retire like Philip Rivers did after, at the end of the season. Um, and that's, I mean, that alone will be huge. Frank Reich hasn't had the same starting quarterback in back-to-back years, let alone any of the other consistency that you'd want with a football team. And that's why I think what you're saying is, is absolutely true. Yeah. Some of these guys were on that 2018 team, but everyone around them has changed. Everything around them has changed. And so you've got to get this group out there, let them experience playoff football in an ideal situation, let them win a game, let them see what it takes to, to win at that level and then you can spend next offseason, you know, filling in some holes. And it might be a, a Super Bowl or bust year in 2023. And especially too, you mentioned before we were talking about, you know, joint practices and kind of, you know, how that's a little bit intensity-wise, maybe different than the preseason and clearly different than just going, you know, against the other, you know, your own team's defense, the Colts defense. Now you talk about, you know, playoff football. Like there is a, you know, we talk about the difference between joint practice preseason to the regular season. You go from the regular season to the playoffs, whether it's at home, you get a playoff game, maybe you, you win one, like you say, you go on the road, and now you see even what it's like to go into another team's building in an intense playoff atmosphere. It's only going to work wonders for this team. You don't want to call 2022 a bridge season per se, but that's kind of how I think the Colts should view it, and that kind of should be their goal is, well, we should win the division but let's bridge this year from here to next year and get as close as we can to the elites to them. By the time, like I said, we're sitting here this time next year, we're talking about a team that can compete and and can go into Buffalo or Kansas city or Denver or Cincinnati and legitimately win playoff games and go to the super bowl. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's where you want to be. Right. And I, I think obviously there's Cinderella runs every year. You don't rule it out as a possibility with this team, but it should not be the number one objective. It should it should be the number one objective. It should not be the number one measure of success for this team this year. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because I think um, there's a lot of things you want to go on the way, and I think that's good for them. You know, it's easy to think big picture and say win the division, win a playoff, like I just did. But you've got this team's got to win week one first. Everybody says that, but it's a real thing. We just talked about it. It's a real thing with this group. They've got to get off to a good start. Five of those first seven games are against the division. It's imperative that you start fast this year or you're going to be in a hole. And we've seen the last few years how much that takes out of this team. I mean, even the 2018 team, they ran out of steam in Kansas City. At that point, they had won, I think, 10 of their last 11 games. They pretty much had to to get in the playoffs and then beat Houston in that wild card game. They had nothing left. And if you get off to a slow start this year, even if you rebound, you're going to be in the same boat. You know, you can't be playing catch up all year long. It's going to take it out of you. And I think the way the schedule sets up, they don't, they should not, everybody's always talking about one week at a time here. You got the one and no mentality. I think this schedule forces them to do that. You cannot look too far ahead. You got to take care of what's right in front of you. 
Especially when I too, I believe the uh, the Texans or the Titans are both games within. I think before week seven or eight, so you have you know a bunch of division games right there in front of you to start the first month and a half. To your point, it's coming out hot and getting it done. So for me, I will say if we want to say what is a successful season, right? For Jim or say it's Super Bowl, I will say win the division. I won't let's say put a, a playoff win mandate on the table. Are you saying though win the division and win a playoff game? I'm saying win the division right. and win that home playoff game. Keeping the standards high. I do love <laughs> it. All right. So we can't get to week one without talking about preseason game number two. When we come back here in the blue horseshoe, not a lot of starters were, uh, are going to play against the Lions on Saturday, but that does not mean there's still not anything to watch. A few storylines we're going to be paying attention to as we get ready for preseason game number two. We'll give you those after this.